Next on BYU Sports Nation, Dave Rose to speak. A press conference this afternoon with the head basketball coach has us all wondering about the immediate future of BYU hoops. College basketball insider Jeff Goodman joins us to discuss. Plus, is the women's basketball team headed to the Sweet 16 next year? And Jimmermania returns to Utah. What was it like when the lonely master checked into a standing ovation? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by... The BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, wherever and however you're connected. Great to have you with us. Hope you're enjoying this Tuesday, March 26, alongside a man who is a proud owner of a Shanghai Sharks jersey and does stats on the side for the Chinese Basketball Association, Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton. We do have one uh, in the studio, a uh, Jimmer uh, uh, Shanghai Sharks jersey, which we saw a bunch at uh, the Jazz game last night. Both you and I uh, were up there. You were with KSL. I was with us. There it is. Uh, But today is not about Jimmer. Today is about Dave Rose. Wow. Today is about Dave Rose. It has certainly become that. We learned this morning from BYU Basketball that there will be a press conference today at the Marriott Center, 3 Eastern, 1 Mountain Time, and one can... Live on BYU TV. Only wonder what is about to come. Loaded show lineup for you today. Obviously, we will dive deep into the Dave Rose situation, what it means for the immediate future of BYU Basketball. Take a look back at... Some of his numbers, if it is that he is, is leaving. Yeah, Again, reports that he will retire, that, that this will be the end for uh, Dave Rose at BYU. Jeff Goodman of uh, Stadium Sports will join us. He's one of those guys that's reporting today that uh, Dave Rose will step down. And already, just because this is how news works, people are turning the page. With that said, we now present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. As we just told you, Dave Rose will hold a press conference at 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Marriott Center floor, multiple national reports have reported that Rose is indeed expected to announce his retirement. More on this in What's Trending. Jimmer Fredette returned to Utah last night, received a standing ovation when he entered the game. Anytime he touched the ball, people went crazy. It was wild. Scored six points in 14 minutes, one of 10 shooting, not his best night. In fact, it was really bad, but it was fun that Jimmer was back in the NBA, and that crowd just loved it. BYU women's basketball loses in the second round of the NCAA tournament, 72-63 against a two-seed Stanford. They were down 18, cut it to single digits. In less than a minute of game time, they fought to the end, and Shaley Gonzalez was fantastic. 32 points, including this. Moody on the wing left side to Paisley. Paisley Johnson drives it, bounces it low. Off the window, good for Gonzalez. She has 32, and BYU within eight, 69-61. Shaley Gonzalez, 32 points. She's a freshman. She did that at Stanford against the number two seed Cardinal. What a season. Congratulations to the women's basketball team. They were awesome this year. Put up a good fight against Stanford, uh, and everybody returns but Caitlin Aldridge and Jess. Let's go. 26-7. and What a season for Juddy and his girls. BYU football held practice 13-15 of yesterday. The Cougars wrap up spring ball this week. Quarterbacks coach Aaron Roderick says the offense this year has different goals than last year. We're not interested in just trying to keep the game close and protect our defense and hang around and hope to win a close game. We want to we want to put the pedal down and be a great offense. And so we're challenging our guys to do that. We're not there yet, but um, that's the goal. 
Practice 14 is today. They have one more after that. Pro Day is Friday, by the way. We'll have that live on BYU TV, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Rose Roundup. And that takes us to the breaking news of the morning. We learned that BYU basketball will hold an official press conference. Dave Rose at the center of the Marriott Center floor at Goodman Hoops. Jeff Goodman is reporting that Dave Rose is expected to step down. That according to his source and what they told Stadium. We'll talk to Jeff Goodman at 1016. Again, I said that people are... Oh, what does it mean? What now? What's next? We're not about to turn the page. We'll turn the page tomorrow if exactly. indeed that is the case. And at John Rothstein uh, also says, sources, BYU's Dave Rose is retiring, has been the Cougars head coach since 2005. We'll hold a press conference today at the Marriott Center. So let me ask so, you this, Jerem. Is this the end of the Dave Rose era? It would appear that way. There are multiple reports. Uh, you know, we've been, we've been hearing that uh, perhaps this could be the case. We will carry that press conference live at 3 Eastern time. If indeed this is the case, what an era it's been. I want to rewind to March 2nd, 1997. This is the day after BYU finished 1-25. and Okay? Steve Cleveland was shortly thereafter hired, and he hired a little-known head coach from Dixie Junior College named Dave Rose. In the next 22 years, eight of which were as an assistant, 14 of which were as a head coach, BYU went to 11 NCAA tournaments, a Sweet 16, multiple and several conference titles, the National Player of the Year. What a run this was for Dave Rose. Top 10 in active winning percentage, the winningest coach in BYU history at 72%, and he won a lot of games just about each and every year. Which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU won 20 games in 13 of the 14 seasons. The one was this year. Now, the last couple of years weren't what everybody wanted. But rewind to March 2nd, 1997, where the standard was, wow, we just had a season where we won one game. Dave Rose was a part of a lot of NCAA tournaments and great teams. And, uh, you know, at the, at the end here, the last couple of years, BYU did not make the NCAA tournament the last four years. But as we look back on these 14 years, this is the greatest basketball coach BYU has ever had. That includes Stan Watts, who is in the Basketball Hall of Fame. He won 54% of his games. This guy, in the modern era, when it's been harder, got a 6-2 white kid out of Glens Falls, New York, to be the National Player of the Year, and BYU went to the Sweet 16. Some of my favorite memories of BYU we're with Dave Rose as the head coach. And you and I get to know him intimately. You as the sideline reporter, uh, me as the producer of the coach's show for Dave Rose, and, sure. of course, on this show. It's been a fun run, and I wish nothing but a wonderful retirement, if indeed that is the case for Dave Rose. The man is an institution when it comes to BYU basketball. And it's not just about what he did on the court. It's how he affected the community how he battled cancer, how he has raised so much money, literally millions of dollars for cancer research at BYU through the Rex Lee run, how he's been an inspiration to so many people, how many children affected by diseases he has influenced and helped bring smiles to their faces when they hold those Christmas parties. Dave Rose is a good man through and through. This is, if he indeed is retiring, there there is uh, some sadness attached to this because he was at the head of a glory run for BYU basketball. 
It's amazing when you talk about 1997. Here comes Cleve, and he hires Dave Rose. And then look what this has flourished into. BYU basketball so desperately needed Dave Rose in 2005. At the end of Steve Cleveland's run, they were in, I think they went 9-21 and the year before. They needed somebody of Dave Rose's attitude, caliber, approach, and he just breathed life into the program. Got BYU to 20 wins, the NIT his first season, and then boom, they're back in the NCAA tournament in just, year number two. Just about every year, too. And, and producing conference players of the year, like Lee Kamard and Keeney Young and Jimmer Fredette, and winning the regular season. I mean, if you look at any knocks on his career, not getting the tournament title with the Mountain West or the West Coast Conference, um, but I, I look at all the good that happened, and trust me, BYU went to another level. In the last couple of years, it wasn't what we wanted, but that was born of a higher standard because BYU had, had gone to a certain level. We kind of expected that. And uh, 14 years is a long time to maintain that level of success. Top 10 active winning percentage, this has all been awesome, and, and so here we come, perhaps, to the end of an era of BYU basketball, and if this is indeed the case, we'll dive headfirst in tomorrow and all the candidates and discuss that, and Jeff Goodman will join us in the next segment to discuss kind of the, the Dave Rose era, but it's been an incredible run, and, and Dave, on and off the court, has been highly influential on this program oh that will last goodness. forever. Like, if they want to name it Dave Rose Court at some point, I don't think any of us will disagree. Or the Dave Rose Annex, for that matter. Perhaps. Dave we'll Rose see. has left a legitimate mark on BYU basketball forever. Think about the development of the program and the facilities under his watch. There's an annex. Yeah. The Marriott Center's upgraded. renovated and upgraded. We got rid of those tan seats, which is fantastic. The man has done so much for BYU basketball. So 3 Eastern time, Dave Rose press conference. We will have it live right here on BYU TV. We'll bring it to you from Studio B into the Merit Center. Sweet 16 run for yeah. crying out. That's happened twice. Yeah, Danny Ainge and Jimmer, that's what it took. Spencer, you and I were both at Vivint Smart Home Arena last night for the return of Jimmer Mania to Salt Lake City. What did you think of the reaction of the fans to Jimmer? Goosebumps, chicken skin, whatever you want to call it. When he took the floor for the first time, and a, like it felt like at least half of the arena gave him a standing ovation. I felt like it was like 70%. Maybe, I, yeah, thought, it, I yes. thought it was more. That was yeah. unbelievable. Had the Suns announcers asking, uh, is this a Suns home game? <laughs> Crazy. Kind the, of. The man is beloved. He's, he's still, it's still a thing. Eight years after he's drafted, Jimmer Mania is still clearly going strong. But to see him get a standing ovation, it gave me goosebumps. I was happy for him. And you could feel with every shot he took, the collective crowd was like trying to will the basketball to go through the hoop. And so I'm sure he felt crazy nerves. And I know that Jimmer's going to play better when he is not playing in Utah and he's got a few more games. Like Shots will go in. The nerves won't be there like they were last night. But that was... Really, really uh, gratifying just as a fan of Jimmer Fredette as a person to see him received that way. What he does on the court doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. He checked the box of being able to get back into the league. He did it. He did it. And, and he's beloved, and he's so likable, right? He's the underdog. He's, he's the, he's the kind of shorter, slower guy in the league, right, that, that got into the NBA. We, we all love what he did here at BYU, under Dave Rose, by the way, and it was amazing, right? So it was fun. One for ten's not fun. There's his one field goal. But 
Here's Jimmer Fredette after the game on his return to Utah. It's, it's great to be able to get back in. You know, obviously I was out for three or four years. And, um, you know, so not a lot of guys get a kind of second chance opportunity like this. So, you know, I'll go out there and, you know, be aggressive, play my game. You know, no regrets. Just go out there and play. And I uh, was able to do that tonight. You know, the, the ball didn't go in sometimes, but uh, felt like I was, I was doing what I needed to do. And I took a moment to talk to Jimmer just on the side. I got to know him really well during his time here, obviously, as the sideline reporter and going to Glens Falls multiple times and, and visiting his church and the house and everything. So it was good to see him. Uh, he and Whitney are expecting a child any day now. It's a boy. They have a girl, and now they have a boy. So they got to split, which is how you want to have the first two. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was cool. I, I don't need Jimmer to do anything in the NBA anymore. I don't. I just He checked that box. He got back in. Last week I said, hey, 4% chance. I was way wrong. Super happy. That was that incredible. Was yeah. Jimmer was, was trending all over SportsCenter, all over ESPN, all over every major sports page about the ovation he got. It was like one <laughs> for 10 was an afterthought. Yes. Devin Booker scored 59 points for the Suns, and that was like the seventh most interesting thing that happened last night. Yeah, and, and Devin Booker talked about that uh, you know, after the game. Which incredible. Incredible. BYU women's basketball. While Jimmer Mania oh, was way. wrapping up in Salt Lake City, was playing in their second game of the NCAA tournament and giving two seed Stanford all they could handle. The Cougars fall short 72 63, but they fought to the end. Jerem, now that the Cougars are out and seemingly ahead of schedule at this point, what are your expectations for BYU women's basketball going forward? I think this team could be the highest seed they've ever had, which would be six or higher, right? I think this team could win the West Coast Conference again. They return everybody but Jasmine Moody and Caitlin Aldridge. All those are, those are two of your top six players, I would say. But you return Sarah Hampson. You return the Splash Sisters. Brenna Chase, Shaylee Gonzalez, who scored 32 are you kidding me? And Paisley Johnson. I think this team could be in the top 25. They could be as high as a four or five seed. The future is really bright. And I'm stoked to watch each and every women's basketball game next year now. Jerem, the next major goal and box to check out for BYU women's basketball is getting to a point where they could potentially host NCAA tournament games. They need to be a top four seed to do so. Okay. Force within reason. The Cougars were a seven seed this year. With what they have coming back, why not aim for that? And Sarah Hampson is not going to play volleyball, according to Jeff Judkins, All by the way. All focused on basketball. She has right up committed on basketball. to basketball and will now move forward with Jeff Judkins in only that regard. This team has a goal to host NCAA tournament games at the Marriott Center, and it's within reach based on what we saw this year. And even if they were a five going somewhere else, right, that'd still be dangerous. I thought they were pretty dangerous last night. They, it Stanford was, is on. Stanford's a two seed, so that's tough, lost right? Lost one game all year at home, and it was to Oregon, who's the number one seed. Yeah, and Gonzaga beat that team. Like, in if Spokane, that game though. played in Provo, that would have been even more interesting, right? Oh, think about NCAA tournament games for BYU women's basketball in Provo. Hey, get it done. That would have been Congratulations awesome. again to Juddy yeah, what a season. and his team. That was incredible. 26-7, and seven, an NCAA tournament win, West Coast Conference tournament champs, freshman of the year, Shaylee Gonzalez. That was so fun. So fun. Coming up, Stadium Sports College Basketball Insider Jeff Goodman reported earlier this morning Dave Rose is expected to retire. How does he define the Dave Rose era? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
Tonight, the 17 and 5 BYU baseball team hosts the 12 and 9 Oregon Ducks at 8 Eastern Time. Watch on BYU TV Digital, meaning the app and BYUTV.org, and listen on BYU Radio. The Ducks swept BYU's next conference opponent, St. Mary's, three games to none. They've got some ballers. Live from Studio B with your day to day BYU sports play by play, I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. You can listen to BYUSN on demand anytime. Downloading the BYU Sports Nation podcast. Watch the show at BYUSN.com. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, Stadium Sports College Hoops Insider Jeff Goodman, who has been a big part of breaking news this morning involving BYU basketball head coach Dave Rose and his projected retirement this afternoon. Jeff, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. How are you? Thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to say I'm, I'm shocked, but I kind of had a, had a pretty good idea last night uh, and was trying to nail it down last night, to be honest, that, that Dave was going to part ways with, with the school and the, the school was going to part ways with Dave. I don't know how you want to say it. Uh, you know, 61 years old, I think it was probably a mutual decision to some extent. What's your initial reaction or what was your initial reaction when you found out that, whoa, this is actually happening? Not that much of a surprise, to be honest. I mean, it was, but it wasn't because, again, if you look at it, um, this is four straight years of not making the NCAA tournament. Uh, at BYU, the expectation is to make the NCAA tournament. And, and the program, I get that they've won, you know, 19 games, whatever, for the last four years. But ultimately, uh, the expectations, and Dave had a big part of that, raising them to the point where, where they were getting in the NCAA tournament just about every year. Uh, and obviously when they went to the West Coast Conference, things changed a little bit here. Uh, a couple of years ago, you know, they, they, they really struggled, especially defensively. And then you had a couple of guys leave that, that really hurt. It's been uh, a long 14 years of, of a lot of success. The last few years, as you mentioned, BYU didn't get up to the standard they wanted. But when Dave Rose was hired as an assistant here, uh, BYU had won one game the year before. Steve Cleveland staff for eight years. Then Dave took over. They get to a Sweet 16. They have the National Player of the Year in Jimmer Fredette. There were some incredible moments with Dave Rose. How would you define the legacy of Dave Rose at BYU? No, you're right. I mean, listen, I still say when I came out there for both Jimmer Kawhi matchups, um, that year was, was special. I mean, that was awesome. The environment was uh, as good as any I've ever seen in college basketball, and I've been doing this a long time. So, uh, yeah, I mean, his legacy is obviously a class guy, uh, did a great job getting the program back. But I think, honestly, I do think now is probably uh, the right time for a change. Jeff, when you look at Dave Rose and the fact that, yeah, it's been four years in a row that he didn't make the NCAA tournament, let's fast forward a couple of years. If you look back on his career, what do you think will be the overwhelming reception of Rose in his 14 seasons? Yeah, I mean, I think it will be bringing in really good players like Jimmer Fredette. Uh, getting the program uh, to to a high level and keeping it there, especially when they were, you know, in the Mountain West. Again, the beginning of the WCC, they had some success, but you know, you had the first four where you barely got in in, in, in 15, and then three straight NITs. So I think you know now it's going to be interesting to see which way they go, right? Which way do they go? There's not a huge list of candidates because obviously, um, you know, you got to find an active member of the church. So Mark Pope's going to be the name that everybody kind of talks about from Utah Valley, and rightfully so. He's done a good job there. Barrett Peary, a guy who's done a great job, at least in his first year a year ago at Portland State, did a terrific job. And uh, Alex Jensen, I think, is is the third one you're going to have to talk about, the Utah Jazz uh, assistant coach, 
who was an assistant in college as well and, and played at a high level. And then the fourth name that I was given was Kevin Young, um, who's in the, you know, he's, he's on Brett Brown's staff with the Sixers. So, you know, I think Mark Poe probably the favorite at this point, but I wouldn't count out Alex Jensen. Jeff Goodman, Stadium Sports College Hoops Insider with us on BYU Sports Nation. On a day like today where there is breaking news and so many moving parts, what is that like for you as a reporter, and how can people dive into uh, what you are putting out on the on the interwebs, oh, if you will? It is, uh, yeah, it's a little overwhelming. It's a little overwhelming because I'm trying to keep up on all the, the, the job information that happens, the hirings and firings. I'm trying to keep up on the NCAA tournament, and last weekend I went, I covered both Columbia and Jacksonville, so I ping-ponged back and forth. I'm home for a couple of days before going to Kansas City, and then I'm trying to keep up with transfers. I'm trying to keep up with all the kids that declare early for the NBA draft. So it, it is never-ending this time of year. And really, these next, like, 14 days are tough because I'm on the road a lot. And to get organized on the road is a lot harder than getting organized at home. Jeff, great to talk to you. We appreciate the time, my friend, and uh, we wish you the best of luck handling all of this business uh, as the Dave Rose situation continues to develop, uh, among other things, and enjoy the NCAA tournament, man. We're all probably rooting for Gonzaga here at BYU at this point. Yeah, listen, they got a good chance, certainly. They're they're one of uh, a handful of teams, I think, uh, that has a chance to win four more games and cut down the nets. All right, Jeff, appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. All right, take care. Jeff Goodman on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. You can follow him at Goodman Hoops. He was the guy that initially hit that national scene saying that Dave Rose is expected to step down today. And again, that's at 3 Eastern time. Uh, We'll have that press conference from the Marriott Center floor. So not the press room, not the annex, the Marriott Center floor. And that's after the devotional, by the way. Yeah, and that's at the center of the Marriott Center on the floor kind of has this finality feeling to it, right? Yeah. It's it's going to be something epic. It's unique setting, certainly. Right. I wonder how much of the devotional will be taken down. And uh, will Jimmer Fredette be there, by the way? Because he was in town last night. Will he be at the press conference? We'll see. Dave Rose was courtside sitting literally right next to the Utah Jazz bench last night to watch Jimmer Fredette yeah. and he the Phoenix Suns and play Cheryl. against the Jazz. Yeah, he and Cheryl. Had a great view. And Jimmer Fredette actually went over and embraced them before the game. And then uh, I saw Chad Lewis at the game, by the way. Um, some BYU donors that uh, wanted to hang out with Jimmer. Shanghai Sharks jerseys, Jimmer Fredette, Sacramento Kings jerseys. So what a, what a busy news day, by the way. The Dave Rose News, Jimmer, women's hoops. It would have been full with just one of those. But we have all three of those. It's nuts. And now Dave Rose is the clear headline. I appreciated yes. the national perspective that Jeff Goodman brings to this in terms of the legacy that Dave Rose will leave behind. And how about him saying that the Marriott Center at the time of Jimmer was one of the best college basketball atmospheres experiences he's ever had anywhere in the country. The best sporting event I've ever been to. 2011 San Diego State at BYU. The Marriott Center was unbelievable that night. And that whole era was incredible. And it I mean that's obviously the peak of of the Dave Rose era is the 2010-11 season where BYU goes to the Sweet 16 and has the National Player of the Year. But it wasn't just that. It was conference championships in the regular season. We would have liked to see a few tournament titles, no doubt. Perhaps a few more NCAA tournament wins. But given where the program was and then where it ended up, I mean, the standard's been so high that 
we're all complaining about 19 wins this year. That's crazy. Like, like, and don't get me wrong. I know the quarterfinal wasn't what you want. BYU didn't even make the NIT. It's, it's a little bit of a sour ending, but it won't sour the whole experience no. for me. No. The 14 years will not be soured in any way for me. And, and if anything, uh, you know, Dave is going to be, like Steve Cleveland, who left, a revered figure here forever. Like Dave Rose is going to be able to be what he wants to be and hang out where he wants to hang out forever. He's the guy that got Jimmer. He's the guy that got the Sweet 16. He's the guy that got the Annex. And he raised those funds himself. He's the guy that got BYU basketball an NCAA tournament win for the first time. Since like 94, 95 or something? Yes, since the 90s. Yes, and everything changed with Dave Rose. And again, 3 Eastern time, BYU TV will have that press conference uh, with Dave Rose coming up from the Merritt Center. Expected to retire, multiple reports. From that, and uh, we'll dive into if that's the case. You know who, who's in the mix next. We'll dive into that tomorrow. Today is the day to kind of remember Dave Rose uh, and get to know him. This is a guy that was on the Houston Faislama Jama teams, right? A captain on that those teams who went to a national championship game, who became a BYU guy. He wasn't a guy that went to BYU, or I don't even think grew up rooting for BYU. But he becomes the greatest head coach in, uh, in, in Cougar history, which is interesting. Like, Lavelle Edwards is a guy that was from Orem, went to uh, Utah State, ends up coming to BYU after coaching locally in high school, and becomes the greatest football coach BYU's known. Dave Rose is top 10 in active win percentage, had all these streaks. The last four years weren't what BYU wanted, but the previous 10 were some incredible times, plus the players that he got in here. The players, so many players of the year, all-conference guys. Uh, it was so consistent that we yes. were spoiled, and we naturally, because this is what humans do, we take it for granted because this becomes the norm. 25 wins, competing for a NCAA conference tournament, championship, going home. to the NCAA tournament as an at-large, by the way, which is harder to do. Yes, and probably even harder now, as we've seen, to do. But, you know, that's just what BYU basketball does. And so then when that's taken away, it's like, hey, what's going on? Well, there are a lot of mitigating circumstances that factor into this, but Dave Rose will leave a legacy behind that will not be, I can't believe he only won. He only won 19 games his last season. Listen to that sentence. That's ridiculous. Okay? Yeah, well, it wasn't 13 and 19. It, it, was will, 19 and 13. it will be, wow, what a run for Dave Rose. The Jimmer years, the conference regular season championships, all the NCAA tournaments, winning in the NCAA tournament, Sweet 16, totally changing the standard and bringing basketball at BYU back to the national forefront. And there's still some talent in the, in this group next year. You know, if, if Dave does indeed retire at, at 1 PM mountain, there's still some talent in this group. I don't think it's an NCAA tournament group quite yet, but this is a team that it's not like the cupboard's empty. This is a team that within a couple of years, perhaps could get back to the NCAA tournament. And that's the goal. And that's the aim. And, and is the standard what it was? No, but we can look fondly on, some amazing memories during those 14 and, and 22 years. He's been here as an assistant eight and now 14. Absolutely. 22 years of Dave Absolutely. Rose. I'm kind of reminded of Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford had, in his latter part of his career has done kind of some dud movies, whatever. But for the most part, he's an incredible legend of it's an Indiana actor, right? Jones. Nobody's going to think. Solo. Come on. Oh, yeah. Did you see him in that terrible movie? No. They're going to think, 
Oh, Indiana Jones. Right. Han Solo. He's the man. This I, is how Dave Rose is going to be remembered. Today is a celebration of the Absolutely. career of Dave Rose Absolutely. at BYU. It should be. It should be. Three Eastern, one Mountain time. If you want to join in for that live press conference from the Marriott Center on the floor with Dave Rose. Jeff Goodman, if you missed that interview with us, uh, we'll have that up shortly. Uh, on our social media platforms. And, of course, you can always go back and listen to that on the podcast, BYUSN.com, to watch it as well. Coming up, BYU Baseball host Oregon tonight. We'll chat with the Cougar pitcher who has an ERA of 0.00. Um, Jerem, is that good? It is. <laughs> Plus, more on this afternoon's Dave Rose press conference and the Tournament of BYU Things has two more winners. This is BYU Sports Nation. On the latest BYU Sports Nation right now, if you haven't decided what should win in the Tournament of BYU Things, Kiki Solano might help you make up your mind. Check it out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and IGTV. Let's keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation, as we recap today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Head basketball coach Dave Rose announced earlier this morning via BYU Basketball that he will hold a press conference at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Mountain on the Marriott Center floor. You can watch that live on BYU TV. Multiple national sources, including Jeff Goodman, who we spoke with just a few minutes ago, have reported that Rose is expected to announce his retirement. Jim Fredette returned to Utah last night and received a standing ovation when he entered the game with the Phoenix Suns. He scored six points in 14 minutes on one of ten shooting uh, as the Suns were blown out by the Jazz, and Devin Booker scored 59, and it, but it was all about Jimmer. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> BYU women's basketball. Their season comes to an end after a 72-63 loss in the second round of the NCAA tournament at number two Stanford. Shaylee Gonzalez scored 32 points. Woo! She's a freshman. That was a career high, including this. Moody on the wing left side to Paisley. Paisley Johnson drives it, bounces it low, off the window, good for Gonzalez. She has 32, and BYU within 8, 69-61. Everybody's coming back from this team except for Caitlin Aldridge. Jasmine Moody Moody has been granted an extra year of eligibility, so though this was what we thought might be her senior year, she's got one more. Everybody's back except Caitlin Aldridge after a 26-7 campaign and a win in the NCAA tournament. National ranking at one point. Uh, just what a crazy run. Really fun season. I'm looking forward to even better next year. BYU football held practice 13 of 15 yesterday. Cougars wrap up spring ball this week. Quarterbacks coach Aaron Roderick says the offense has different goals than last year. We're not interested in just trying to keep the game close and protect our defense and hang around and hope to win a close game. We want to we want to put the pedal down and be a great offense. And so we're challenging our guys to do that. We're not there yet, but... Um, that's the goal. Attack mentality for the BYU offense. Sophomore quarterback that's been in the program, second year of Jeff Grimes. I think we all expect the offense to be better this year. All right, Jerem. With that said, it's time now for the Tournament of BYU Things. The Tournament of BYU Things. (laughs) So epic. (laughs) We have to recap two matchups. Hopefully you're Brackets aren't busted yeah, after this. Your bracket <laughs> tournament. Do you want to better in your regular bracket or no? Royal Blue taking on Testing Center. This feels like a two versus fifteen type matchup. The Testing Center and Royal Blue. Surprise, surprise. With ninety percent of the vote, over ten percent from the Testing Center is moving on. And Stone Cold Sober defeats Football Independent sixty-seven percent to thirty-three percent. Now, if 
Taysom Hill hadn't been injured and football independence had been validated by a New Year's Six type no, game, no, would no, people no, feel differently no, about no, this? No, it's about the opposite of being stone cold sober. <laughs> right? It's more about that. Right? We're like we're like we're like hesitant around here for extra caffeinated, let alone sober. Royal Blue moves right? on to take on Stone Cold Sober. Great matchup. It is. <laughs> yeah, that's what's fun about this is the matchups that are now lining up in the Oh. We made the in bracket. The Come on. Finals yeah. Yeah, of the tournament of BYU you know, teams. But, yeah. We're hey. in the Sweet 16 now. Okay, today's matchup. Caffeinated soda versus the RB stairs. Ooh. This won't be close. How do wait, hold on. What did the RB stairs? Oh, oh, we're still in the first round. I was like, yeah, yeah. what? RB stairs yeah, made yeah. it on the first yeah, round? No, no, no. No, no, no. This is, hey, still I love Coca-Cola versus I love to exercise and no one loves the, the view RB at the stairs. top of the RB stairs is we, beautiful. We put some things that everyone doesn't like, like the parking <laughs> police and RB stairs in this thing. Okay, what about this one? I'm intrigued by this final first round matchup. Oh, this won't be close either. Cougar Tales versus Moral Victories. Because Moral Victories, whether you like it or not, are a huge part of BYU. No, Cougar Tales, everyone loves a good maple donut. Like, come on. There are people out there that don't like maple donuts, believe it or not. No, there's not. Yes, there are. But are there enough <laughs> to get on the moral victory train? Uh, yeah, if you like actual victories. To pull an upset and move on in the bracket. Like actual victories. Have we Come had on. an upset? I think maybe one. Maybe the Wilkinson Center going down. We seeded it in our minds, but we didn't tell you what that seating no. was. I think it's obvious, though, what the seating is, right? <laughs> like, parking it's whatever police, you want it to be. Parking police against Cosmo was a one versus 16. Like, it's whatever you obvious. want it to be. Yeah, that is today's Tournament of BYU Things update. All right, my friend. Let's uh, remind people that Dave Rose will have his presser on BYU TV Live at 3 Eastern, 1 Mountain Time. We'll be involved with that. For now, we move on. And we're not sure uh, how long will this will be. Um, it's ex- you know multiple reports expected to retire, so we'll find out on BYU TV coming up at uh, 3 Eastern Time. Coming up, who's headed to Japan with USA Volleyball? And Jerem just mentioned the 0.00 earned run average. We're going to dive into that with BYU baseball. They're 17-5 and and ready for the Oregon Ducks. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU Football Pro Day is Friday. We'll have you covered with a 90-minute show live from the indoor practice facility as Sione Takitaki, Corbin Kafusi, and Tanner Mangum, and many others look to impress NFL scouts. Watch and listen starting at a special time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern this Friday on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. It is a game day for BYU baseball, or as Jerem likes to call it, a... A ball night. It is a ball night. I normally think of basketball, but absolutely, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and this team's really good. I'm hey, rolling. I'm excited to watch this game tonight. Back, you called the BYU TV debut of the Batcats. I had a great time at Miller Park Saturday. And a dominant win to help sweep the Portland Pilots, who, by the way, are the one West Coast Conference team to beat the Oregon Ducks. This well, year. well, well. Transitive properties. Three. BYU will win Yay! today. Yay! Joining us now in Studio B is a man who has helped the Batcats out to that 17-5 and record. In fact, he has a 0.00 earned run average in 25 and two-thirds innings pitch. His name is Easton Walker. Easton, welcome to the show. What's up, Easton? Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you for this opportunity to, to join you guys. Hey, on you here. bet. So I just want to get something out of the way. Um, for those that don't understand earned run average, is 0.00 
good thing. <laughs> um, that's about as good as it gets. I, you, there's not much to say about it other than it's great to have a low number just like in golf. <laughs> okay. True. Yeah. I, and before the season, um, what did you expect from yourself off of a mission? Because this has been fantastic. Well, that's a great question. Honestly, I expect myself to focus on one thing each and every day uh, to get better at something. I knew coming back it was going to be kind of a grind to get back in shape and especially with my arm and everything, but um, I was mostly just excited to get back and kind of figure out where I, where I stand. Um, coming in my freshman year, I kind of knew where I was at and knew kind of what to expect, and I got back from mission, just kind of had an open mind ready to learn and, and get back to where I was, and now that I'm kind of figuring some things out, it's, it's been great, honestly. What was your relationship with BYU baseball like while you were serving a two-year mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Honestly, it was kind of hard. I mean, down there in Peru, they don't, they don't play a lot of baseball. It was hard for me to, to find ways to, to kind of stay active. And, I mean, I was only able to play catch twice on my mission, once in the MTC, and then about when I had about six months left with one of my old companions. And uh, so getting weekly updates throughout the season from my parents and, and kind of listening to how they were doing. And, I mean, obviously my first year out there is when they won the conference, and that was exciting. Man, I wish I could have been there for that. But So just little updates like that is pretty much all it was. So you took your mitt and a ball? Did you take a couple? Um, I had one glove and one baseball, and I ended up finding an old glove that was like an old little Walmart plastic glove out there. <laughs> In Peru. Uh-huh, and I duct taped the back side of it just to make it so you could play catch a little bit with it. And <laughs> I didn't last long, but it was fun to use just the couple times I got to throw. That was, that was pretty much yeah, it. I'm sure I'm, you gave it to whoever you were playing catch with. Hey, uh, <laughs> you use this one that has duct tape on it, and don't hold it in front of your face. Yeah, also crouch down. I need to practice pitching. <laughs> I don't think you've caught before. Yeah. What, what was that like to not be able to play baseball or even play catch? Are, are you at least, like, holding the ball? You're, like, studying the scriptures, holding the ball just to Oh, yeah. I, I was constantly – I mean, I had my baseball there at night. I'd sit there and toss it up to myself. I mean, I missed it, and I had a lot of memories. I've been playing my entire life, so obviously – it didn't feel like much. It was kind of nice to have a little break for a little bit to kind of get my mind hungry again to come back and compete. But after a while, yeah, I started to really have dreams about it. I had dreams about being on the field again, and it was kind of crazy. I was excited <laughs> to be back. Yeah, Situationally, you're like, okay, runners on second, one down, <laughs> ball's hit here. What, what do we do? Yeah, you can just envision that. Now, you've changed pitching coaches. There has been some staff changes since you were last at BYU. How has that affected how you approach the game, and, and how it, has it affected the overall program? Honestly, being here at a Division One college, um, we expect a lot of ourselves as athletes is understanding how we compete and how we improve each and every day. Um, for myself, having uh, Coach Bradshaw is, is different than having Coach JT, who Jeremy Thomas, who we had my freshman year, and obviously their philosophies are a little bit different. But honestly, for me, it's, it's having that a little bit different insight from this year has helped me from Coach Bradshaw and his confidence that he's had in me to be able to compete each and every pitch. And honestly, it's just knowing myself, like I said, to be able to make a little adjustments. Um, he's there for questions, but as athletes, we kind of understand how we are and what we're doing wrong and how to fix it by this point. So that's kind of what we rely on. So mm-hmm. it's been great having yeah. him, though. You've been a reliever. Now you're the Game 2 starter in a series. Uh, what are the differences and the nuances of uh, those two spots? Honestly, I think a lot of it's just the preparation that goes into it. Um, there's a little bit more preparation to starting a baseball game than other than coming in to relieve. You know, you just don't really know if you're going to be going in. You plan on it. You're always ready to go. But in the end, um, being able to start 
a little bit smoother. You have a little bit more time to prepare. You know you're going to be throwing. You can get yourself in the right mindset and then be in shape for when you come out to throw. Do you have to be in different shape as a starter versus a reliever? Um. Because you're going longer potentially, maybe? Right. I think so. I think you need to be a, bit, a little bit more relaxed to be able to go through the game. But as I was working with Coach Bradshaw, one of the things he mentioned to me, he said, pitch just like you're throwing as a reliever. Come in and throw one inning at mm. a time. Work this inning and then get to the next inning. Don't worry about getting to inning six in the first inning. Work about the first inning first. Easton Walker, BYU baseball pitcher with us on BYU Sports Nation, currently has a 0.00 earned run average in 25 and two It's not innings. like you've pitched six innings. You've pitched 25 <laughs> and two-thirds. Like, do you feel the pressure of maintaining the zero there, or are you like, I'm going to give I, up a run at some point? Honestly, honestly, I, I don't think too much about the numbers when I'm out there throwing. My, my, my goal is to, to, to execute the next pitch and to, and to get the next guy out. My goal is to help my team win, so whether if that number shows that through the stats or whether it doesn't, that's my goal is to help my team win. And luckily I've had a great defense behind me that have been able to make great plays. And as a pitcher, that's, that's what builds your confidence and that's helps you just build yourself each and every time I go in the throw so I can get a little bit better each time. But in the end, you look back and the numbers always show what's happened. But well, like I said before, I, when I'm throwing, I don't really think too much. It's just kind of do what I do and, and feel what I do. When you talk about getting in the right mindset as a pitcher, I can't help but think about that scene from For Love of the Game with Kevin Costner when he uh-huh. says, clear the mechanism. And there's uh-huh. some dude from the Bronx yelling at him, you bum! And then it all just goes silent. Like, right. Is, is that Kind of how do you how do you do that? How do you yeah, get the and, right mindset? And we act that's correct because honestly, we worked with uh, Dr. Manning here at, at BYU, our sports uh, psychologist, and and a lot of things he works on is having cues within our mind. And one of those things is is a great example from that movie is his cue to block out everything that's happening around him and focus on what he's doing. And the first part for that is to realize where I'm at. I'm, I'm I know I'm on the mound. I know there's lots of people in the stands that that know who I am. I may not know all of them, but I know that. I can focus on what I'm doing, and so I just kind of block it out, even though it's there, and I know it's there, and I just put my mind right to where that glove is and, and go to work. Well, good luck tonight against Oregon. Um, it's not anticipated you'll play per se. That's probably Friday against St. Mary's. I'll be, I'll be playing on Friday, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, you'll start Friday. Um, yes. Do you mind sending our flag for us? Yeah, I'd love to. We need a, a guy with an ERA of 0.00 on there. That's something <laughs> we haven't had quite yet. So, All right. Thanks, Easton. Easton, it, we're going to give him the BYU Sports Nation karma as well. Of course. As he prepares for his Friday matchup with yeah. St. Mary's. And BYU Baseball against the Ducks tonight. On BYU TV Digital. Which means the app or BYUHV.org and BYU Radio. Okay, thanks, Ethan. No problem. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. Coming up, Dave Rose and Jimmermania. Plus, if you missed our interview with Jeff Goodman of At Stadium Sports, the guy who reported that Dave Rose is expected to retire, you can hear highlights of that next. Don't go anywhere. This is BYU Sports Nation. Shout out to today's guests, Jeff Goodman, college basketball insider for at Stadium Sports, and Easton Walker, BYU baseball pitcher with a 0.00 earned run average. Not bad. In fact, it's perfect. If you missed any of today's show, you can download the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, uh, or tune in, and you catch video on demand on BYUSN.com. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Dave Rose will hold a press conference at 3 Eastern time live on BYU TV on the Marriott Center floor. Multiple national sources report Rose is expected to announce his retirement. Jimmer! Fredette! 
returned to Utah last night with his Phoenix Suns taking on the Jazz. Received a standing ovation when he entered the game at the beginning of the second quarter. He scored six points in 14 minutes, shot just one of ten, but what a moment for Jimo Dashin. Women's basketball. The ladies fall 72-63 to number two Stanford. Two-seed Stanford in the NCAA tournament second round last night at Maples Pavilion. The Cougars finished the season with a record of 26-7. and Football. BYU football held practice number 13 of 15 in the spring. Yesterday, the Cougars will wrap up the spring season this week. Volleyball. Coach Heather Olmstead and sophomore middle blocker Heather Knighting, so the Heathers, will represent the United States on the U.S. Collegiate National Team in Japan May 19th through the 30th. Olmstead's head coach and Knighting is one of 12 players on the squad. BYU men's volleyball drops to number 10 in the latest ABCA coaches poll after going 1-2 and two last week at the BYU Invitational. Baseball. Tonight, the Batcats host Oregon at 8 Eastern on BYU TV Digital. That's the app and BYUtv.org and BYU Radio. Softball. BYU travels to Orem for a cross-county doubleheader matchup against the Wolverines of Utah Valley. Game time set for 4 and 6 p.m. Eastern time. Cougars overseas. Elijah Bryan had 17 points, 6 boards, and 2 assists in an 85-76 loss to Hopwell SP Tel Aviv. Earlier today, we had Stadium Sports College basketball insider Jeff Goodman with us. He's been uh, one of the prominent voices breaking the Dave Rose news that he is expected to retire. Of course, we asked him what he felt when he first heard the news, and he had this to say. Uh, yeah, I'd like to say I'm, I'm shocked, but I kind of had a, had a pretty good idea last night uh, and was trying to nail it down last night, to be honest, that, that Dave was going to part ways with, with the school and the, the school was going to part ways with Dave. I don't know how you want to say it. Uh, you know, 61 years old. I think it was probably a mutual decision to some extent. What's your initial reaction, or what was your initial reaction when you found out that, whoa, this is actually happening? Not that much of a surprise, to be honest. I mean, it was, but it wasn't, because, again, if you look at it, um, this is four straight years of not making the NCAA tournament. Uh, At BYU, the expectation is to make the NCAA tournament. And, And the program, I get that they've won, you know, 19 games, whatever, for the last four years, but ultimately... Uh, the expectations, and Dave had a big part of that, raising them to the point where, where they were getting in the NCAA tournament just about every year. Uh, and obviously when they went to the West Coast Conference, things changed a little bit here. Uh, a couple of years ago, you know, they, they, they really struggled, especially defensively. And then you had a couple of guys leave that, that really hurt. It's been uh, a long 14 years of, of a lot of success. The last few years, as you mentioned, BYU didn't get up to the standard they wanted, but when Dave Rose was hired as an assistant here, uh, BYU had won one game the year before. Steve Cleveland's staff for eight years. Then Dave took over. They get to a Sweet 16. They have the National Player of the Year in Jimmer Fredette. There were some incredible moments with Dave Rose. How would you define the legacy of Dave Rose at BYU? No, you're right. I mean, listen, I still say when I came out there for both Jimmer-Kawhi matchups, um, that year was, was special. I mean, that was awesome. The environment was uh, as good as any I've ever seen in college basketball, and I've been doing this a long time. So, uh, yeah, I mean, his legacy is obviously a class guy, uh, did a great job getting the program back. But I think, honestly, I do think now is probably uh, the right time for a change. Jeff Goodman, Stadium Sports Insider. He was breaking the news that Dave Rose is expected to retire and announce that today at 3 Eastern, 1 Mountain Time, live on BYU TV. Wow. If that's the case, then 
I yeah, but multiple national reports. So I'll be surprised if it doesn't happen, right? Yeah. Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort celebrating 50 years. And fittingly, Jerem, this is in from Jackson Emery at jemery04. At The Real Coach Rose, thank you. We are grateful for your success and influence. You've blessed my life and so many others. A lot of fun memories. A lot of fun memories, which brings us to our rise and shout-outs. Uh, Dave Rose. Absolutely. Um, I know the last four years weren't what we all wanted or what Dave and the coaches and players wanted. But the 14 years that he was here, if you missed the beginning, I rewound to March 2nd, 1997. BYU just finished a 1-25 season. Steve Cleveland's hired. And Steve hires a little-known coach from Dixie Junior College named Dave Rose. Eight seasons as an assistant, 14 as a head coach, 22 years, 11 NCAA tournaments, National Player of the Year. BYU renovated the Marriott Center. They've got, a, they've got an annex that we affectionately like to call the YMCA, the BYU Marriott Center annex. And now, and now this program's in a much different place than it was when he started. The body of work. We're not going to judge Dave Rose based on a sour end to the season of his final season. We will look and it could have been way worse. Graciously <laughs> at the body work. Absolutely. Yeah, no, good, good he's time. An, like he's an institution here. Think about your BYU basketball memories in the, you know, last 14 years. How many how many fun times were had there, right? Some frustrating moments, of course, it's sports, that's what happens. Like Jimmermania just by itself. Like, wow, that was so fun. Listen, if you're like 25 or under, you probably don't know a lot about BYU basketball. That doesn't involve Dave Rose, right? Right. Dave Rose is your BYU basketball He's, coach, if you will. He is the BYU basketball guy. Wow. So 3 Eastern time, Dave Rose, press conference. It's cool to see him watch Jimmer as well in On Utah BYU last TV. night. Yeah, he was there. And, uh, you know, what, what kind of a, a potential fitting end to the Rose area. He gets to watch Jimmer and then kind of the, – I, I wonder if Jimmer Fredette will be at the press conference. Yeah, we we'll read you the tweet from Jackson Emery. You can expect a whole lot more from the BYU basketball community and his core of players as this thing develops. Sorry to Dennis Pettit, we ran out of time. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Cheryl Rose and the entire Rose family. Join us on BYU TV 3 Eastern 1 Mountain for the entire press conference. Go Cougs!